Support for this podcast comes from A.O. Smith. Thinking about replacing your old inefficient water heater? Nothing brings together commercial grade reliability and the latest water heating technology like the new ProLine family of water heaters from A.O. Smith. Whether you need a gas, electric, or even a tankless, we have a model that will meet the needs of your lifestyle. Best of all, when you welcome an A.O. Smith water heater into your home, you're beginning a relationship with a long trusted brand known for always taking care of our customers. A.O. Smith Water Heaters. Innovation has a name. Shuby. Shuby makes it easy to take your customer service to the next level. Show your clients you care with their full line of extra-large, extra-durable products made specifically to protect their home or business. Shuby products were made by service professionals for service professionals. None of those cheap, thin shoe covers that tear on the job. Their booties are made tough. They have surface protection products for every floor type to make sure you don't leave behind scuffs or scrapes. And don't forget their coveralls, made with an extra long torso for ease of motion while keeping your uniform clean all day. Let Shuby prevent the hassle of cleanup by preventing the mess in the first place. Put your best foot forward with Shuby today. Visit their website at www.shuby.com or give them a call today and mention coupon code to receive 10% off your next order. Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath, formerly Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. As a reminder, all episodes of the Successful Contractor are available on YouTube as well as your podcast player of choice. And for more information on how CertainPath can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com, or give us a call at 866-299-8505. I'm excited to bring to you an interview with Brian and Dave Wilson of Captain Electric in Pickering, Ontario. Brian and Dave have been part of the Certain Path family since 2005. They were part of the first Canadian electrical members that joined our organization. Today, more than 15 years later, from being deep in debt and working out of Brian's home, Captain Electric is a strong $2 million, very profitable residential electrical company in its own facility that they own. And Brian and Dave have learned many incredible lessons over their careers and have some great information to share from their experiences. Maybe the biggest thing Brian and Dave have learned what's made them successful through hard times and good times is the value of running their business by the golden rule. If you take care of your people first and your customers are close second, you will find success. So without further ado, here's Brian and Dave Wilson of Captain Electric in Pickering, Ontario. I hope you enjoy our conversation and take away a nugget or two. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me today on the show. Uh, for those who haven't had the pleasure of meeting, you can share with everyone uh, your names, your company name, and where you guys are located. My name is Dave Wilson from, from Captain Electric. My brother Brian. Brian. Brian Wilson. Very good, very good. Not the beach boy. And <laughs> where are you guys located at? Uh, Pickering, Ontario, Canada. So just outside the city of Toronto, maybe to five minutes outside. Okay, very good. We're really glad to have you today. Uh, you guys have had uh, some really good years, right? Business has been good, almost too good, right? Can't, you see you were talking to me off camera. Uh, you've got plenty of leads, just like everybody else, trying mm -hmm. to find electricians. <laughs> That's been a challenge lately. Yeah. 
For sure. So how many trucks for everyone this is gonna this is gonna be wondering how many trucks are you guys rolling right now? We're just running five trucks right now. Yeah. We have uh seven or eight trucks, uh, but we don't have people to put in them. Right, right. So that's the big challenge. But mm -hmm. uh, but it's good that you have plenty of business uh keeping those five active right now. Yep. So um I always love digging in these interviews and, and learning how people got to where they are today. So how did you guys Get into the electrical business. Why did brothers decide to go into business yeah. together? Because, and you guys have been together for a long time. You haven't killed each other. Because I know yeah, I'm working yeah. with my brother. It'd be a little, <laughs> it'd be interesting. So, what's what's the story behind uh, the electrical industry with you two? Uh, I started in 1977, right out of high school, <clears throat> and um, uh, was in the union, IBEW, and uh, in '92. Well, I've been I went through two recessions. So one was sure. in the uh, early '80s, yeah. where there was not enough work, and then another one around uh, 1991, 92. And being one of the last persons laid off from the big company I was working for, mm -hmm. uh, it was a big blow. It puts you at the bottom of the list. No chance of getting back to work for years. There were yeah. no cranes in Toronto. There was probably seven. There's 250 now. Oh wow. Yeah. So this is all com or construction, construction, big commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you decided uh, I'm going to do my own thing. I have to. When Dave got laid off, that's when we right decided. about the same time. Is that right? A couple yeah. months later. Yeah. A few months after that. Now was that Captain Electric? That was that wasn't the original name, was it? Captain Electric? No. No, it was Nova Electric. Okay, that's right. Because it, it changed when you guys joined us, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. that's right. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that. So you know, you joined uh, you know, then ESI SGI in two thousand five, I think, right? Correct. So yeah. we've got quite a, a gap in between. So how was business? Was it just the two of you guys running in trucks? For a long time, did you have additional employees? What what did it look like? No, it's just the two of us yeah. <laughs> working day and night, all day on, on tools, and then uh, nighttime billing and uh, weekends always on a Saturday, at least a Saturday afternoon, yeah. working hours in the in the office. Today. Sure. So sure. Uh, so as we were running calls, we would take turns answering the phone. If the phone rang, okay, Brian, it's your turn, or I would take the calls for that day. Then Brian would take them the next day, kind of thing when we're running service calls. Right. It was difficult. Oh, for sure. So it, it was just the two of you for how long? Oh, uh, from 92 till 2005. Until 2005. Yeah. Okay. So the great, fantastic marketing thing that I really learned, Patrick Kennedy was sending postcards. So yeah. And I kept them. And Dave's like, what's this? There's no way we're going to make a million dollars in this business. <laughs> <laughs> He'd say, throw it out. And I'm like, no, I'm not throwing that out. There's I kind of liked it. I like the look of this guy. And I'm like, there's something there. Right? He's got to have something. He's not a liar. Yeah. He sends another, he sends a letter and then he sends another postcard a little yeah. bit different. And I kept them all. And then there was a, a, a profit day or a night in Toronto. And it yeah. was, just remember that night, uh, January, 2005. You remember? And, yeah. yeah. And it was uh, freezing cold and freezing rain, rain. And uh, we, I said, we're going to this thing. And we did. Yeah. And we were in a heap of trouble at the time in debt. And, oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, we were uh, for a bad business decision that we had made earlier. And, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, so Do you remember who did the profit? It was pa Patrick wasn't. Was he up there? Yeah, Patrick uh, was there. Patrick. I Ter guess Terry was Terry probably Nicholson. there. Was, was Daryl back then with that, up there? Yeah, Daryl yeah, would have been there. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. From Canada, yeah. All, all the hits. Patrick was a great guy. He was a, just a great man. So wonderful person. So, what did you think of that going to this profit day thing? So, you held on to him. You I, were you kind of like more skeptical? I was very skeptical at yeah. first, and I just thought, right, come on, the guy can't make two million dollars doing residential. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what kind of work were you guys market. doing then? Just the two of you. Were you just doing yeah. residential work? We were doing a mix, a mix. Uh, working for general contractors. Yeah, from, okay. We had some contacts with one pharmaceutical company that called us in often to do their commercial okay. work installations. Okay. Um, 
Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but that was right. interesting. So you're so you're the naysayer. You I was. Like, oh. I thought oh, this isn't going to work. Right. Okay. What are these guys talking about? Yeah. And then once the program started and Terry laid everything out. Yeah. This is how it is, and but when he got to the investment point, would half the room got up and left? Yeah, probably almost yeah. half the room got up. We and stayed. Left. We thought, no, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Patrick yeah. had his testimonial. Yeah. And. That, that was so it. they personally was came hooked. over and they talked to us. Yeah. And we were among the last people that were there. Yeah. And um, we just didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. That was the thing. He says, put it on a credit card and get to Anaheim. Mm -hmm. So we were there. So we were really the second intake. The first one was in the U.S. And then we were the first one in Canada. So okay. we were like original members. And we yeah. Were with SGI, certain path ever since. I remember that Anaheim Expo yeah. too. That, mm -hmm. a lot, there was a lot of like fresh faces, a lot of like, what are we, what are we in for, right? So... So what was that first expo like? I know it was some years ago. Do you remember the you know anxiety or, or what, what were your feelings going into that? A bit overwhelmed. I hadn't been on a plane for 20 years. Oh wow, yeah, you've been working. <laughs> yeah. You've been working, yeah. And, uh, but getting there and seeing everybody and then um, talking to people mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it seemed like really this was a really great idea. Mm -hmm. So we felt we were in the right place. This yeah. is gonna move our business forward. This is, this is the help we've always needed. Mm -hmm. that we never learn as technical people. You sure. go to trade school, you become an excellent electrician, master electrician, it doesn't matter. You can't, doesn't mean you're gonna be able to run your business. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I remember back then, Patrick would bring his technicians. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. Oh, and yeah. they'd have a panel yeah. and everyone would just fire questions. Why do you do this? And, and I just remember everyone, you could just see light bulbs go off yeah. in the crowd because everyone's like, man, I, it, it works. These guys are saying it works. So that's neat. So before we even left uh, for the expo, the first one, we had thought for years we'd thought about a name change. If we ever That's did right. a service oh, work, okay. and I had thought of the name Captain Electric. Yeah. Um, not the superhero way, but more the authority way of a okay, captain, cool. a ship's captain or a police captain, <clears throat> somebody who's in authority, right? Sure. And um, yeah, some people would think it's a corny name. Um, I think from a marketing point of view, people will look at it, they either love it or they hate it. Yeah. We even had one customer tell us, we really hate you guys changing your name. We wish you wouldn't do that. <laughs> But Some people don't like change, this, though. Yeah. People don't like change. But yes. from a marketing point of view, it worked. So yeah. right away, um, I don't know, it's probably one of the questions. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Right, right away, we started implementing things. Um, well, that fact, was the first thing you guys did was yeah. just say, let's change the name. So we change had our accountant at that time. Yeah. Uh, he had done this before many times. He checked on the name, and, and funny enough, it, it was coming up. Yeah. It, it was registered name in Canada. And uh, it, somebody had it, but they had never used it as a company, but it was registered with them. Yeah. But it was actually due within a number of weeks. Oh, good. And so he, he said, I'm keeping an eye on this. We'll and as soon as it's due, I'm getting it. Yeah. And he got it for us. So we were oh, happy about goodness. that. Yeah. So, so that, that was, so what, I always love to ask. So after that first expo, what were the first changes? So the name change was yeah. one. Right. What were some of the other big things, like straightforward pricing? Or what, what do you remember? I know it's, again, it's Because it was in March, we started working on the yellow page ads right away. Isn't that funny to think about yellow page ads were, now? But oh, that, was, that was everything, that was everything. So we started working on everything a little bit. We made a checklist and then worked through our list. Yeah. Uh, yellow pages getting in for September, October, some mm -hmm. of them were closing in June. So we wanted to be in um, Scarborough. Well, it's a borough of the, the city of Toronto now. Yeah. Um, and areas close Bronx. to where it's we the were, Bronx. Durham the region. Any, anyway, people are not going to know what that is. But, that's all right. But yeah, back to the name change. That's one of the things that stuck in my mind at the profit day. Terry mentioned, what kind of name do you have? Is it 
Is it Wilson Brothers Electric? He didn't say that. But yeah. That was, so our name was not memorable right. enough, we thought. Right, so right. That kind of triggered that thought process and Brian came up with Sure, that. no, no, it's good. But implementing uh, straightforward pricing right away, yeah. using the price guide, practicing with each other. I was going to ask, that's the big thing, right? You can, you can do the guide, but if you don't know how to talk or communicate right. with the guide. So thankfully you did have practice partners, Just, right? With each we'll, other. We'll play with each other in front of the mirror. What are you going to say? And yeah. And uh, uniforms and truck wraps. Oh yeah. Well. The value. The yeah, value we, did, we did this right away. Like we, there wasn't a day that went by. We didn't like check something off on our list. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Which all is a good feeling. working yeah. and running calls in the field. Yeah. So when you first started using the phone all the time. When you first started using that guide in the field and I'm sure that again the anxiety keeps saying it, but there's a lot of change, right? And it's kind of scary. But do you remember those first calls? And you go, oh my gosh, people said yes to this increase. Yeah, you know, we exactly. might have charged a fraction yeah. of that before, right? So exactly as Patrick had laid it out, mm -hmm. right? He said, you guys, within a year you'll be able to get and he was adding it up in his mind, you'll be able to get this amount of money for a service change. Yeah. I guarantee it. If you follow the program. Yeah. And I thought, come on. Yeah. And then sure enough, within a year, year and a half, and I mentioned that at an expo uh, as a comment, um, that's exactly what it happened. It started happening. Yeah. And, and, and you're, you're, you're making money, it's profitable, you can start growing the business, investing in the business. Yeah. So when did you start, was it that, for, you said that first year you started hiring, hiring guys? Yeah, so the first thing we really needed, once the Yellow Pages really kicked in in about six months, we were like, <coughs> we need a call taker, we can't run sure. calls and answer, this is the first, we knew that was the first person yeah. we need, somebody answering. Um, so we, we hired somebody yeah. for that, and right. uh, that was Lauren, and she was really great. Um, she came up with, uh, the phrase which we still use to this day, it's a super day at Captain Electric, how can we help you? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. You can't help but smile when someone says that. Somebody once said, uh, what, what did you say? It's a stupid day at Captain Electric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, that, that's great. But to this day we use Answer that. slowly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's fantastic. But yeah, the, the call thing is huge, so it frees up your guys' time. How, so you, how many did you think trucks did you, or, or technicians did you add by the end of that first year or second year? Uh, Second year, second it was year. more like uh, we added Dan, who stayed with us until last year. Until yeah. he moved far away. Moved oh, to yeah. he, he, we loved him. He loved working with us, and he still calls us every week. Almost. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that means he, you know, it was a good connection. It just sometimes life changes. He's mm -hmm. told him, if you don't like it in New Brunswick, come back. Come right? on back. <laughs> it's open. So was this maybe a steady addition to trucks, maybe one <clears> a year or something like that? Yeah. You guys didn't blow it out and then maybe bring it back because you're like, that's too much. Because I, I, you hear all sorts of things. Some people mm -hmm. get a little overly ambitious. Mm -hmm. So yours was a steady growth. Yeah. Yep. That's great. And we worked out of Brian's home, mm -hmm. uh, a section in the house. We had converted to an office okay. and out of the garage, but it was getting too small too much. and yeah. too much use of the washrooms. And then it expanded to your dining room, remember? <laughs> oh, and yeah. we had some work at the not at the nuclear power station, but for them, yeah. uh, modifying equipment and getting that all certified oh with Ontario. Goodness. And that ended up being where? In my kitchen. In his kitchen. <laughs> so this big piece of equipment that we're modifying <laughs> to certify for use in Canada. Yeah. In, in that particular application, that was in his kitchen for yeah. a month. Probably. So you were like, I think I've had enough of that. So oh, you, yeah. <laughs> so, so when did you guys get your own office? When, when did that We finish? started looking... Uh, a good friend of ours is a real estate agent and uh, he started looking for us. Yeah. And uh, so we found a, a commercial unit that we and 
he convinced us, well, it didn't take much to purchase it rather than lease. Yeah. Uh, that was a big advantage for us because the, the value has increased substantially. Oh, so um, that, that's been a really good thing for us. So, yeah. So you guys are in the same spot? Yeah. That's great. Since 2010, 2011. Okay. And um, then we purchased a few years ago, we purchased a unit beside that to expand. So that's we have a nice training room there. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a training room? Yeah. That's great. Well, it's another plus shop warehouse. plus warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Our warehouse is too big, but um, we're working on that. Yeah, we yeah, too yeah. Much, we, we, uh, so what happened like in the past couple of years is uh, with COVID-19, um, material shortage, and we couldn't oh. get it. So we were buying panels like 40 at a time Sure. when we when they were available Yeah. because our, our suppliers are cleaned out. Yes. Yeah. They have nothing. I mean, thank God you guys were in a position to be able to do that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. think of 10, 15 years ago. You know, not on a credit card, or I mean, what do you do? And then that's all sorts of that's sorts of scary. Yeah. Um, when did uh, when did you two get out of the field? How long did that take? I got out of the field about 2010. 2010. Okay. But I still uh, will go and help out on jobs when yeah. needed. And now, um, because of uh, of losing a couple of key people, um, I'm having to come in and help out on jobs a little bit. Yeah. And I actually don't mind that. Right. It, it keeps me fit yeah. somewhat, rather than just sitting at my desk all day and in the shop. Yeah. But, uh, but you're not doing the day-to-day. -day, no, day -day. definitely not. Plus, Brian's very good at it. He would never say, but he's probably the best electrician we have sure. at, at the company. Oh, thanks, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> have your brother true. say that? Con you know that's got to be true, right? Because it's like, beating him up to say that. Yeah. Conduit bending all kinds of uh, figuring out problems on the job yeah. uh, beforehand. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so, great. So organization is my thing, um, uh -huh. but I'm the general manager. I was going to ask what the roles are in the business officially. Yeah. So GM and service manager. Service manager. Mm -hmm. um, so Dave looks after the guys, and I kind of do as well because um, I just want to make sure that everything's going going smoothly. Sure. And the jobs that are booked and every all the parts are there, and all of that that's ready for them. Right. And Dave manages the guys how they're doing things on the job mm -hmm. more. That's great. Yeah. Now you guys are you on our software or are you on a different software? We use service line. You do use yeah. service line. Okay, Correct. very yeah. good. So, are you monitoring? Who's monitoring it, and what, what, what tickets are coming in, and, and what the average tickets are, and yeah. closing, and all? It's That's do you both do that, or you? you it's a daily thing we look at, and I get um, I get a, a, a really in-depth monthly report from Diane, our uh, our main CCR, mm -hmm. but she's kind of like our office manager as well. Sure. And we have, uh, so Diane's in the office. Uh, I was going to ask, yeah, what's the rest of the team? As like? well, we have two part-time, uh, so there's always two people answering the phone. Great. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So you guys are, you're watching the tickets and, and, yeah. and making and calls if something Diane looks to, a little different. So she, right. she'll do that she'll as well? She'll also do that. She's very adept at looking at the big picture and seeing, okay, well, this, you may want to look at this. This job didn't, it doesn't look quite right. Yep. Didn't charge enough, or um, there was some issue on that that yeah. should be addressed. You know, right? Are you guys good with uh, the safety inspections, or is that something that's hard to train into people? I know. For, yeah. I mean, you guys have been doing it a long time, but yeah. I know with new members that, that watch or listen to this, they always go, oh, you, "You know, you're going to ask somebody not just to come in and fix what was called for. You're, you're trying to treat the whole home holistically. Is that something you you, you guys picked up a long time ago and never struggled with exactly. in training others Absolutely. to do it? Absolutely, because you can go to a, a job for what in your mind might be a very simple repair. Yeah. And while you're there, if you're not looking around, you're not going to find other things that really need it. Right. So our job when we go in is to make sure that we leave their house in a safe condition. Right. And uh, we've been taught that, and it, it's totally logical. I agree. But With electrical, I think especially the yeah. safety components. Yeah, it's been preached from SGI mm -hmm. and certain path, 
forever. So, and it's just a natural thing to, yeah, well, why would you, it's like going to a doctor and if he, he doesn't diagnose you and sends you away. And I've had that experience. It's like, I'm so disappointed. It's like, I don't know how he got his license. Right. He's a doctor. He's not telling me what's wrong right. with me. And he's not doing this test, which I know I need to have. Right. And it doesn't make sense. Why would you do that to somebody's house? Do you guys ever get much pushback these days from homeowners about it, or is it is it like people get it once it's explained, or, or what's your experience been, and what's your team's experience been? Some people may just want you in there to fix the problem, yeah. and that that's okay, but yeah. the team member, it, it's a constant thing, we're always talking about it, and it's right on our truck, making your home safer, more comfortable, and secure. Mm -hmm. So we, there's at least three things we always want to look at when yeah. we're there. We want to look at uh, smoke alarms. We want to have a look at their panel. We want to look at their uh, GFI mm -hmm. protection, arc valve protection, like as a minimum when we're there. And we right. might just tell them that if they don't want to have like uh, a full inspection and in every room in their home. You, you yeah. hit on those three. Hey, we we really should three. do yeah. that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Do you guys do a lot of surge then as well? Yeah, surge protection as mm -hmm. well. With new panels, it's an easy, well, no, I shouldn't say yes. easy, but it's an automatic. Yeah, it is. There's hardly a panel we put in that we don't put it in, and yeah. there's hardly a home that we leave where where uh, it, it hasn't been offered and really explained to people why they need it. And, right. uh, yeah, the guys, it's hard keeping that on the shelf. I'm ordering it by the dozens. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Do you guys do a lot of financing on those larger jobs, or is it mostly credit cards or cash, or what's your experience? We offer the financing, and... Uh, mm -hmm. Being Canadians, and we've been told this is a difference, is that Americans finance everything. They do. bucks will finance it. Yeah. And Canadians don't want to. They want to hang on to their money. And well, if I don't have it's the money, cultural I'll, thing it's seems yeah. a bit yeah. cultural. But uh, on bigger projects, yeah, we've had it. We've had people deny too, and there's just no way they'll get yeah. it. And that's unfortunate. But um, we'll work with people. We'll work with people. Even we'll even offer just in house to give them three payments, and we've done that many times. Like, okay. Okay. We'll, give, we'll give them three months. Just okay. You're going to pay us this, and you sign here. You're going to pay us a thousand now, a thousand, or whatever the amount is, right? Yeah, yeah. For yeah, three yeah. months, we'll give them that. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. We're going to start pushing that more uh, now, especially um, we do. A, we're starting to see uh, like a huge increase in generators. Real? Oh, uh, yeah. that's interesting. Why is that? Uh, power outages, storms. You get more and more of that. Yeah. Interesting. And. Uh, to make it affordable for people, yeah, they don't want to hear that it's a twenty-six thousand dollar installation turnkey. Oh, yeah. They want to hear it's a, it's, it's a three fifty to four fifty a month. Yeah, for twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot more you know appetizing than that yeah. big chunk. Um, you know, I wanted to ask because you guys have been doing this for for a while. Um, I remember back in the day when when the recession hit 08, 09, How did you guys do? You you managed to survive and do just fine? Maybe did slow down a little bit or. Or did you guys just keep chugging through? It did slow down a little bit. I think our, our profitability was lower in those days. Yeah. Um, but we kept our guys busy. Yeah. Uh, by then we had uh, two journeymen and two apprentices yeah. when that hit. So, um, and I was in the office and Dave was still running calls sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, about half time. Yeah. Right. But you guys got through. We I got mean, through it. We yeah. got a ton of members from that were doing new construction and and big commercial stuff that it all poof was gone. Yeah, yes. and uh, that's great. I mean, that that that's neat that it, that got you through. You know, doing residential service, people still need help, right? Yeah, they need it every day. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's just a divergent there. Um, training, all the stuff that you're you're communicating to homeowners, it has to be learned. Uh, so, what's training like for you guys? How often do you do it? What's what's onboarding like? Let's start there with the say a new technician come comes along. How do you how do you get him or her running with the system? It's been a just, long time since yeah. we hired somebody 
from outside because we've we've been growing our own for years growing your own. and our okay. best guys have been apprentices we've had from day one okay um and but uh and so that's it was four years i guess for you guys is it four years it's four and a half, it's, four and a half. yeah four and a half okay probably but just recently we've um worked with a recruiting company and so the focus is going to be bringing in people so it's a have them work yeah. uh, with us first, and then we're doing weekly training on Wednesday mornings now. Okay. Uh, just started that recently. Okay. And then huddles. Uh, the oh, guys yeah. that are experienced, yeah. anything that might be pointed out that's happening in the office, or we notice this job kind of something happened, let's talk about it. Yeah. And not like we're picking fault, but let's make sure this doesn't happen again. Sure. What could we have done? better on this particular job yeah, to make it. Use it as a learning experience. Exactly. So right. just going over it and reinforcing regularly, I think the huddles work better for us. Sure. Just the one-on-one -on -one or two or three guys as they're getting ready for their job. Yeah. I just, just feel like huddles are good FaceTime too. Everyone comes in and sees each other. It's just good for camaraderie, exactly. good culture yeah. building. So where the way our jobs are scheduled, sometimes we might have to do the same huddle twice in a day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one guy's not there, he's doing a call first and then he's coming to the Come office in. to drop off or pick yeah. up the equipment for the next one right that's when we would talk to him so we're very aware of that how, how early is your first call uh between eight and ten. Oh, okay that's when we book it yeah but that's not we true. dispatch from home as well so oh, okay. the guy may be all set to go do two calls and then he's coming in in the afternoon there you go to pick up but you're always seeing your guys and, and, yeah. and communicating with them so how does it work with apprentices how how often are they uh are they meeting, are they going to the guy's house, the technician's house, or they come to the shop and get picked up, or what, how do you guys manage that? All of the above. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it depends, ends, but yeah. we prefer to have every, it would be great, the perfect scenario would be everybody meets at the shop every single day, but sure. it never works like that. But, yeah. um, it's always the best, and mm -hmm. you know, we, we expect and want the apprentices to like really uh, study on their own and ask all the questions they can from a certified electrician when they're there, when sure. they have that opportunity. Sure. So if they don't show that initiative, then they might not be the right person. For yes, and then you know at the least. Yeah. Um, do they rotate with your technicians, or does one technician? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah and the benefit of being you can see what everyone does well. Sure. Right. And even sometimes, Exposure. even sometimes with the journeyman, who might be struggling in an area, you know what? Uh, ride with Kevin for a, a day, mm -hmm. and we're gonna just work with him and. So you take a journeyman along as an apprentice, but really he's not. I mean, he's capable of doing everything, but maybe it's just like how he's dealing with the client or something like that. Mm -hmm. Follow follow Kevin's lead or follow Ryan's lead or whatever. Sure. Yeah, and so, that's that's beneficial. It helps in training everybody yeah. and keeping everybody up to the same level. Yeah, and the same thing with service line. When we implemented that, two of the guys got it right away and, oh yeah, look, you can do this. And That's great. So we said, okay, well, you train the other guys then. Yeah. We spent some time, we booked it off, no call that morning. Uh, it was Zach and Kevin were gonna explain how to run a call. We put some fake calls in there and they explained better than Brian and I could how yeah. to do it. Yeah. So when well, they're hearing it from their peer, they oh, sometimes sure. take it a little bit more to heart and can learn easier from someone their own age. I call it like the right? parent effect. Exactly. If you hear it from your parent, you don't, you ignore it. But if you exactly. hear it from a peer, you go, oh, okay. I think it's the same way in, in, in your relationship with employees, yeah, your team members. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just the old guys now. Uh, We're, just, We're just Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, wah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Um, you said you, you're, you're training on Wednesdays now. What does that look like? What are you, what are you just covering? Um, yeah, any so, specific topics? Or yeah, so, you... so right now it's just uh, like 
presentation and going over how we're dealing with the client. That's but, great. Um, I'm also going to implement, um, uh, I want to do some code training with everybody and I'm going to have them, like in our code book, there's so many sections in there, you know better than me. It's a thousand pages, over a thousand. So yeah, 78 yeah. sections. But Plus there's want... bulletins too, another 800 pages. Wow. But I want every single electrician and apprentice working for us knowing what's contained in those. They don't have to know everything. Nobody can know everything. That's, that's why exactly. you have a code book so you can refer to it, but how to, where to find something if you have a oh, situation. Oh, that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So it cuts down on the time and makes it, you know, you understand where you're going. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's great. How do you guys talk about, uh, you know, we call it performance management. I mean, you, you have goals, they have individual goals or how do you, you know, hey guys, we really expect a certain average ticket or a certain amount of revenue exactly. per week or what do you, what do you guys, uh, how do you manage that? Yeah, exactly. We um, have, a revenue uh, goal per day per truck mm -hmm. if it's a journeyman by himself or if he's with an apprentice that's another thing and okay. we look at as at apprentices as a tool rather than um as an as an expense um as an employee it's okay. more like a tool because you're gonna you're gonna train this guy to be as good as you one day yeah so it's. I think it's just how we look at it. I okay. think. I don't think every company looks at it the same way. Um, They're all over the board. Yeah. Because we're not. We're not saying. Well, if you're an electrician, and you know, you got to give part of your wage to that apprentice. No, we're not doing that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, it's just been working for us really good. Yeah. And I mean, you price it. You're right. If you, yep. if you're additional labor hours, you just price it away to make sure it's profitable. Exactly. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know, if you, and you train them well, so they know how to communicate at the higher prices, and people say yes. Um, that's great. So, what is uh, what do you guys do in terms of, of comp? Is it an hourly plus uh, some performance pay, or what do you, what do you guys do? Exactly. It's such a hot topic. All yeah, this. yeah. We uh, have hourly pay, and then they're bonused on sales, right? Or yep. certain sales, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, GFI surge protection, mm -hmm. um, a, smoke a alarms, pro so package versus yeah. a standard package for a panel upgrade. Yeah things like that. But in where we are, they can bank the hours. So we don't pay them extra. It's a banked hour system that gets okay. paid out regularly. Oh, okay. Very nice. And the guys so, like it. And yeah, uh, yeah. We, we pay everybody in our company through their lunch. We don't, uh, they're allowed to have their lunch and, yeah. and we don't say and training as well. Yeah. If it's freezing cold, um, sometimes it is up in Canada and we're working uh, outside oh, sure. uh, the service, your hands are frozen and the guys need an hour to go warm up, take an hour. We don't care. Right. The job's got to get done that day yeah. on that and we expect the yeah. revenue to be good there. But, yeah. And other days they'll, they're happy to like work through their lunch. They know they're getting paid for it. They'll just still have a sandwich in 10 minutes instead of half an hour. Right. And then they get to go home a little bit earlier, but they still brought in what they needed to that right. day. So everybody kind of likes that. Yeah. And the girls in the office as well, um, if they need to go out or want to go out, they can go out as so long as one person's there to cover the phones. Yeah. And they do it quite often. Yeah. But other days it's so busy that they're just, they're eating their, their dinner at their desk. So. Yeah. Um, and as far as comp though, you, that's the question you asked. So uh, yeah, so it's just as we said, we're not, uh, I think a lot of SGI members are following um, where, where they pay the technician a lower a lower wage, and but the comp is really high, mm -hmm. and we're paying more of a higher wage than the comp is lower. It's but, all over the board. Yeah. It's all over the board. That's why I always ask because it's yeah. always intriguing. Um, do you guys do scoreboards or anything like that? Or are you not that? Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're going to start that again. Yeah, yeah. Soon we've had it, and um, one one guy, um, he was a great guy, but he says. He says that's like demoralizing, you know. Yeah. And it's like, well, like you're not you're not the lowest guy there, so why are you demoralized, right? right? But anyways, um, uh, 
we had it all by hand at one time sure. on, on a glass uh, lined out glass board, but now it's gonna it's all, all digital. So we are going to implement that very very soon in the next week or two. Yeah, I mean just you know mm -hmm. keeps people aware. Yep. You don't have to beat them up; they just see what it is, yep. right? Maybe maybe make you make you focus but, a little bit more in every call. But focus also on the company because we we try to think of the, the company as a team. Yeah, um, it's a hockey team, a baseball team, whatever. Yeah, you help each other. Right. You know, guy falls down, you take over. Yeah, um, we kind of expect that, and the guys are really good that way. Yeah, one of the things we don't like is when somebody says uh, it's it might be two o'clock in the afternoon and they finished a big job early and says, you know what, I'm just going to go home now. No, you yeah. call and ask if anybody needs help. Mm -hmm. So they kind of get that. That's great. I mean, for them to do that because what places yeah. that this guy, hey, I'm going home. I've mm -hmm. worked at my day, and sorry, buddy, you yeah. know. But that's great. And so part of my job as manager working with the CCRs is I'm, I'm always looking at the jobs and finding out how are the guys doing on this job. And I'll either right. text them or the girls might even call them. Yeah. How, how's, uh, how's it, how are they doing on that job? They might have a big job, big yeah. renovation of something, right? And um, yeah, we're doing really good, but we're a bit behind. And then somebody is finishing earlier. Yeah. So, okay, well, we're going to call him and say, hey, they need some help for an hour yeah. or two hours. And that little push can get that job done and everybody's... Happy. Yeah, that's great. Support for this podcast comes from Home Depot Pro Trades. At the Home Depot Pro Trades, our job is helping you do yours. Powered by HD Supply, we are uniquely positioned to help drive your business through unrivaled access to professional-grade plumbing, electrical, and HVAC products, and innovative business solutions such as our StockWise Inventory Management Program, fully customizable to meet your needs and improve productivity. Our national network of distribution centers and more than 2,200 store locations provide national reach with a local focus, giving unmatched convenience and product availability. We power pros to do more. It's interesting, when you, when you guys started, when I started, this idea of like culture didn't exist. At least I don't remember ever hearing about it. And then within the last, I don't know, five, Six years, it's, it's, a, it's a huge topic. We talk about it all the time at, at SGI, certain path events. What do you guys, I mean, do you guys have core values? Have you ever sat down to outline those? You've been in business for a while, or do, do you have a way of defining what your culture is, or is it just caring for one another and, and taking care of uh, the business and each other? Mm -hmm. it, it's more like that. It's yeah. like treat someone the way you would want to be treated. Right. Treat their home as if it was your home. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. And yeah. our guys get that. They, yeah. they want to do the right thing for the customer at all times. And have, you know, offer those upgrades, the things that are going to make their home safer and more secure. But it's ultimately up to the customer whether they choose to do that or not. Sure. It's their home. We're not going to beat them up if they say no. Nor yeah. beat up to your them. guys if they didn't sell. Yeah. You know, yeah. have a surge on as every As long job. as they're trying and yeah. offering that and looking after each other. I think, and uh, yeah. looking after the customer. Sure. I think it speaks volumes because you said most of your technicians have been with you for a while. I know yeah. you had a couple leave, but they did it because they went into business for themselves, right? And Or they left you know, yeah. you know, Both a, of them. a time zone away or something like that. I mean, yeah. life happens. All, all of them said, you know, we love working here, but yeah. this is the reason why yeah. I've decided to move on. Yeah. Right? And it's a good, you still have a good relationship. Oh, yeah. if, if the, ultimately, they decide they don't want the entrepreneurial headache. They, I'm sure the doors are open to come it back. It is, yeah. yeah. 
So, so that, that, that's great. It means you're treating people well. And in fact, one, one of the guys we see every week, we play hockey with him every week. Is that right? So I, see, I sit right beside him in the change room. <laughs> but I don't ask him too much how good his business is going. But yeah. I know he's doing okay for what he wants in for his wants. life. And right. so he's working less hours part-time. Yeah. And, and he, him and his wife, they like that. That's good. Um, they have other interests as well. Sure. And, um, the other one um, who left recently, because um, he lived in, he moved <coughs> to be an hour away from our shop. So he found the travel was really hard, but he'd oh. also, from pressure from his wife, maybe a little bit, yeah. she's been pressuring him for years. He's very good and uh, to go into his own business. Yeah. And uh, she's a bit entrepreneurial, and so he's trying that. But yeah. that's what he says, I'm trying this. I might come back in a year, he says, if that's okay. So, so the door is open for yeah. him to right. come back. Yeah. Right. But you, you I hope he does. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you guys have done a good yeah. job fostering a great work environment. We're, we hope so. Yeah. If that's, you know, we've often said this. If if the worst thing people say about us, oh, you guys are too expensive. Um, they're not complaining about our people. They're not right. saying we're dirty or making a mess. Um, then we're happy. That's success for us. Is Absolutely. Having that culture and uh, people wanting our company because of the brand. Yeah. You know? That's great. Something uh, Patrick Kennedy once said too, he said, you know, he used to always think his customers were number one, mm -hmm. but he says, no, my guys are number one, my people are number one, and then customers are a close second. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I really like that, and it's kind yeah. of like, yeah, that's the way it should be. Right. Because there are sometimes customers you want to fire. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, there might be employees sometimes you want to fire, too, <laughs> but mostly... <laughs> There yeah. are some customers you wish they'd call somebody else, right? But they love you. They keep calling you back. But they're they're a bit of uh, what's I they need special <laughs> attention. Yeah, special, <laughs> attention. special needs. That's right. <laughs> we all have special needs. I do too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, obviously the big challenge is finding people. And you said you've got how many mm. apprentices again? Uh, four. Four. Right now. four. Yeah. So how far along are they in their journey to becoming a journeyman? Uh, two of them are second term. They're in trade school right now. Okay. Um, to our first term, very green. Yeah. To her, so, yeah. So where are you finding? Challenge. Where are you finding these people? Is it just it's, through the trade schools, or what? What are you? Uh, how are you finding? Yeah, high schools, high schools, and high schools contact well. us as well and ask us if we take a co-op student. So. Oh really? Uh, yep. That's so, great. Um, and we've had great success that way. Yeah. Um, as well as uh, sometimes people just hear of an opening or hey, Captain Electric's hiring and it's a friend. Yeah. And um, so a lot of, uh, of that has happened as well. Okay. So, uh, for instance, Dan, who's now moved to New Brunswick, but he said, uh, he said uh, there's a young lad that I know, Jonah. I know his dad really well, and um, I think he would be fantastic for us. So we interviewed Jonah, and we're like, wow. He's so quiet. He's so quiet. Back. When you ask him a question, his face would turn red. Oh, is that He's right? very, very yeah. shy, right? Yeah. Amazing now. He's now, an he's now an electrician. He's, in fact, writing his certificate of qualification. Wow. Um, no, sorry. He, no, he wrote it. Oh, Jackson's yeah, writing his. It's Jackson. Yeah. Jackson. Jackson is writing his now. But yeah. uh, Jonah, and he's turned out to be fantastic. That's great. Yeah, he's really good, good with customers. They love him. Yeah. And he's very competent because it's not just being good with customers, but you have to be competent at your craft, your trade. Right. Or you're not going to have work. Sure. So sure. we have that reputation within, even within uh, our community, mm -hmm. uh, other companies know about us and our suppliers tell us this. Yeah. That's interesting. They, they'd love to have our guys. Oh, wow. They're not going to get them. <laughs> no, they, 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 they play they're not. solid with you guys. Yeah. Um, so did that relationship with the, with the high school, did that something that you guys fostered or they just called you one day or? It's actually a big thing in Ontario where okay. we're from. Um, it's a bit of a push right now. That's great. Which get would happen people in the into the trades. Yeah. 
Oh, is it really? Uh, yeah, in general, or does he push? Wow. But they've done this before, and so sometimes the government programs don't really work out. We don't. We've had. They give you a bit of incentive, but then they find a way to claw it back. They tax it back a few years later. So oh, okay. we don't involve in those programs, but we'll work with the people. We just don't take the government incentive. Sure. Uh, but at least you're publicizing there's a need, it sounds like. Then, sure. Right? And yeah. schools are. Because we, in the States, it's, I feel like it's still no one's hearing this, this massive yeah. demand. So, but that's great though. That the, so it sounds like you always have a regular stream of apprentices. Maybe some don't work out right, but mm -hmm. but at least uh, and I know it takes a while to grow them, which can be frustrating. But when you get get one that's ready, they know the you know the technical, and they've been with you your your people and you guys long enough. They yeah, know the, the communication entire, side of it. Right? So we've had two, well, three: Kevin, uh, Jonah, and Jack, Jackson, Zach. and Zach as well. So four and really. Well, that's right. Five. So, so our so five have best guys have come ranks. from yeah. having them from day one as an apprentice. They don't learn yeah. bad habits from some other company. Right. <clears throat> We're very. Uh, I'm very very picky on how guys will, will terminate wiring and stuff like that, and uh, I'm, I'm militant about it. Yeah. Actually, like how to use a hacksaw and cut tech cable. We call it tech cable. I don't know what you call it down here. Mm -hmm. It's uh, we use a lot of it and. Uh, there's a specific way to terminate it, and there's another way to do it that's not the right way. Right. So I'm adamant about doing it the right way and teaching the young guys specifically. Yeah, it's hard to teach an old guy who's coming from another company how to right. how to I've terminate been doing this something. For 20 years, you're not going to tell me. Yeah. 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 yeah, but the young guys, if you tell them this is the only way to do it right. from day one, then they'll learn that way. When you um, when looking at apprentices, I mean, you're not you're not taking everyone, right? You do you interview them. Yeah. Like, so what are what are some things you look for in, in these uh, maybe younger folks that are you know, what kind of qualities or characteristics are you looking for in, in uh, an interview? Somebody with a, a, a good personality, a people person, with a good smile and come into a room and light it up, that's yeah. that's the perfect candidate. Uh, but technical skills, I'm, I'm looking for that too because uh, there's uh, so many young people today that the only thing they've ever done technical is play it on their yeah. phone. <laughs> it's like, so I ask, it's funny. but I was going to ask, what do you ask? I'll ask a 17-year-old. Do you cut the grass at home? Do you wash the car? Mm -hmm. Do you uh, fix a broken door? Have you ever changed a window, a broken window? Uh, what have you done? At, tell me something you've built at home. Yeah. Or you've built with somebody else. Or, right. And what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Um, I, I think that people that play sports is, is, to me, a bit of an advantage, too, because they understand team a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and some don't. Not everybody does. And that do, that's not a prerequisite to work for us. Yes. But, um, but you know you're in a team, you're yeah. competitive typically, right? You want to do well. And hard work. Do you know what hard work is? Because, right. you know, do you, do you know how to use it? Have you ever shoveled? Have you ever dug a, dug a trench for anything? Yeah. You want to know these people are going to be out in the freezing cold, like you're saying. Yeah, earlier, exactly. And, and not just leave the job. <laughs> so, you know, somebody who has, uh, has rebuilt an engine or, um, you know, fixed a lawnmower or something yeah. and fixing things. And, and if they show that initiative, that's a person who we know probably could be trained yeah, to have the technical skills. Have you, I mean, you guys have been in business for a long time now, and, and you've dealt with different generations of people. That's, that's a big <clears> hot topic we talk <throat> about in the hallways. Like, how have you seen you know, young people, workers evolve? Is it, is, it, is it different, or is it still good people are good people, and, and that's what we want? I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that there's a lot of cultural differences. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think many young people expect something handed to them, and mm. 
we like we had to really work and we we knew what layoff was back in the 70s and 80s yeah. and even in the 90s we knew what being laid off was like yeah when there was not enough work well now there's so much work and there's just not enough enough uh, technicians in any trade right. to do the work right. everybody wants people mm. um and and i think the young people come to school they can uh they, they maybe they realize that yeah they they haven't lived through they haven't experienced it yeah haven't yeah through yeah. a recession or something so right um the school of hard knocks is, is, is uh, <laughs> we've been through that a couple sure, times. Sure, a couple times. School to go to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, I always I ask about it, but it is so interesting because we talked off camera on how marketing, you know, years ago, if we had one of these expos or an expo for people that are watching or listening, if we just had an expo full of marketing classes, people would just love it and we'd get great attendance. But now it's it's the people issue, right? So, but what are you doing with marketing? Do you, do you not do a whole lot because you stay so busy and and you're you know, what, what are you guys doing? Is this pay-per-click, SEO, or, or what do you get? What do you All do? of that. We have a, a company that looks after that now, search engine people, yeah. uh, very close to our shop. And we have an individual, Breck, uh, Astro Media, uh, but we're his only client, really. Okay. So he's... He's 77 years old, and uh, he knows more about just how amazing. things work than, than people that have gone to university for it. And he's self-taught. He's taken courses and stuff. Yeah. He's an amazing gentleman. And he was, he started off as a client of ours in 2009. Okay. And in 2011 or 10, I think we hired him. Yeah. Um, and he, we, we feel like he's part of our team. Right. So we, he has a, we pay him a, a fee per month and he's looked after everything. He, he does all our marketing meetings with our people and then fills us in. And sometimes we'll sit in on them too. But he's got a lot of uh, say lot as of to the direction and yeah. how we do it. That's and, great. Uh, he's been fantastic. Yeah. And he's been able to, you know, fix things that these so-called professional companies sure. that eventually we've had to leave because he can tell that they've kind of set it up and then forgotten Forgot. about it. That happens a lot. And he's exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you have to be aware of well, what are they actually doing to earn that and push our company ahead. Yeah. Breck can hold their feet to the fire. Mm -hmm. He calls it. And he knows exactly what's happening on the back end and the latest Google changes. Um, That's he was, incredible to keep up with. I've talked to people that do that and they go, oh, my head hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, there's always something. Every few months they change something that can drop your ranking. Sure. So he's aware of this and talks to the uh, search engine people about that yeah. to get them uh, make sure they're doing the right thing and yeah. so he can as Brian said, report back to us. Uh, sometimes weekly we're talking about it. There you go. Yeah. So we take pictures. I have a bit of a photography background and I can do short videos and uh, supply those to Breck and then he'll put them in social media oh, for us. perfect, there you yeah. go. That's we're, great. we're also on radio. We've been on radio for about 10 years. Really? Um, I mean, you're in a big market, so I mean. We uh, are, and. and but um, it's local radio, right? So yeah. it's a local Originally in Toronto, but. Because Toronto the reach was too far. It's too big. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like if you lived on Long Island or your company was there, you don't work in New York City. And right. that's like us. We we're in Pickering. We don't wanna we don't wanna go to the west end of the city. It can sure. take an hour and a half to get there, two hours to get to a job. Yeah. So we focus more on the east end of the city. Which is great for people to hear and watch because there's some yeah. ambitious guys who go, I'll go anywhere for a job. Well, you're in a car for two two hours each way. What what sense is that? Yeah, make? windshield time is bad. Yes. You're not making money. No, you're absolutely um, right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we've been on, uh, we were with one radio station um, that put us too broad of an area mm -hmm. and now we're with a local one in what we call Durham region, so it's east of Toronto. And um, 
but it also reaches everybody's heard our ads. East Toronto as well. Great. It's on a country station. Everybody's heard. I was going to ask. Yeah, country and, station. Um, and then we just recently in the past, uh, it's almost a year now, been on TV. Okay. Yeah. And so and I again, actually... it's local TV. We can select the areas, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So I actually, I actually do the voiceover on the TV commercial. Okay. And the very first day that it came on, <clears throat> three people, well, the next day, three people told me, hey, saw you on TV. Oh, or, wow. I wasn't, it's got our guys, but my voice. Voice. Saw, right. saw your commercial on TV. That's great. Yeah. And that's, uh, so it's, and we're, we're getting, um, we're getting a lot of people calling in. We ask every single person, even though we track um, as much as we can oh, with sure. tracking numbers and stuff, where, where leads come from, but yeah. we still always ask people, how did you hear about us today? Yeah. And uh, sometimes it's a combination of things. Well, I heard you on the radio. Mm -hmm. It shows that they called us from a tracking number. So digging deep, finding out where you're getting your calls from is, is it an advantage in um, seeing um, how... Uh, to use the marketing. Oh, sure. How to, how to spend your money. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's I'm glad you guys are, because, you know, the last few years, everyone's been so busy, and a lot of people are just like, I don't need to market. I'm glad you're still marketing, because yeah. at some point, it's not always going to be so busy, yeah. and you need to have that mind share. And that's where Breck comes in. He's monitoring all of those activities, everything. So we we're finding we're spending too much money in one area for yeah. less result, and that change happened over a four-month period right. so we were able to take Shift the money the out of that area yeah. and move it somewhere else but not increase our our spend that's great so we're around seven uh about eight percent of revenue that's, i mean that's still eight, low for electrical but that's low. still a good chunk of money and yeah we feel once we have the people we want to increase that yeah. that's got to rise up and then yeah. the phone will be even busier so it's because uh, at one time we were 14 percent and right. i'm marketing talking yeah. to a lot of members they and even Patrick Kennedy in, in the old days, he would say, you know, sometimes you got to go to like 20%. I say electrical is a tough, it's just tougher. Yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, but it is. In, in, even in our models, the, the no trade spends more than, than electrical does by about four or five percent. That's oh, what our model wow. says. So, I mean, so we like to see it at seven or eight percent. That's kind of good. That sure. means everything's firing on all cylinders and working. Well, especially good. if you're getting plenty of calls and you, you know, yeah. that's the thing. It's, yeah. it's a dance, right? Yeah. With between, it between is, yeah. those. So I'm intrigued. So the, uh, the, the content that in, on the radio ads and the TV ads, who's doing the creative? Do you have an agency that you work with locally uh, or are you just work with stations? You know what? It? We've kind of, uh, yeah. just done that our, ourselves, Yourselves? Yeah. but, but the radio station, uh, for instance, I'll go in and I voice the commercials. Yeah. And uh, it's really funny because, um, as explained to you earlier, I'm not, uh, I don't always look like I'm a happy person. I'm happy inside, but I'm not like you, Bob. <laughs> I'm not always smiling all the yeah, time. Yeah. I am inside, but, uh, right. uh, and also when you do, when you do radio uh, commercials, it's like, I think I'm, I think I'm doing it over the top. And it's like, nah, you think you're over the top. So from the booth, he would say to me, um, give me about twice as much energy. <laughs> Is that right? And it's like, yeah, it's almost like. It really is. It's acting, right? And yeah. Oh, sure. It just got to come out in your voice. You got to yeah. be super enthusiastic. Right. You think you think you're good right here. You got to be here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so that's kind of fun. It's though. kind of fun for me yeah. to go in and do that once in a while. What do you What do you guys when you're in your spots? What do you? Is it just a branding, or do you offer a discount, or what? What's the? Is there a call to action, <laughs> or is this purely purely branding? It's branding, I would say, it's about four or five different things. Like okay. We'll, we'll have one that'll be on generators. One might be on bathroom exhaust fans. We do a ton of them. Okay. Which is kind of funny because it's it involves venting as well. And we've got a roofer that we use for, for the roof caps. And, Perfect. Uh, 
But we do, uh, for instance, uh, since we've been to the expo on Saturday, yeah. like six or seven uh, calls have come in. And we're like, where did that come from? Oh, it's like because they're playing our radio ad. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So your, your products, you're promoting some products in there too. Oh, yeah, Plus, that's great. Yeah. That's great. And uh, so we'll have generators, yeah. bathroom exhaust fans, and then, and then another one is just Car like chargers. general, anything electrical. Hey, oh, are you yeah. thinking of an electric vehicle, vehicle down yeah. the road? Call us for a charging solution. And yeah, we could, and uh, yeah, it's, it's worked really good. Yeah, so that's say. great. You guys are doing a good job with that. That's fantastic. Um, kind of just wrapping up a little bit. So what's, what's the future hold? I know you had a big, there's, you're going through a big process, right? With John, maybe can you share with everyone what, what, what the future with Capital Electric looks mm -hmm. like and what you guys are planning in the next five or 10 years? So we've actually uh, sold our company mm -hmm. to, uh, should I say, or yeah, John yeah. Uh, McElligot. I did, so uh, you can say John. <laughs> out of yeah. Montreal, uh, and he was, was an SGI member, yep. and now he's back, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's going to push our company forward. We're staying on as employees and uh -huh. in management and wherever uh, we're needed. Yeah. Not so, everybody can be Gus Santos. Oh yeah, he's fine. fantastic in his in his growth and how he looks after yeah, it. Yeah, amazing. Um, we have to say the whole SGI team, certain path has been yeah, uh, inspirational and super helpful over our entire journey here. Sure, and it's just been great. Yeah, so you guys have made we're going to continue You've done that. well, but yeah. some I agree. Everyone has different ambitions. And I know we had a conversation on the phone. Sometimes you guys are getting a little older. Maybe you don't want to do it, yeah. for, you know, yeah, another 20 years or something sure. like that. Yeah, yeah I'm so. 63 now, and I, I mean, I still like working. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to stop working. So we eventually, like, we're going to be like employees. Right. But we're going to help grow the company yeah. um, with uh, modified roles. Yeah. That's what it'll be. So I'm the general manager right now, and I will be for a while. Yeah. But eventually that will go to another person. Sure. And uh, I'll take on... Uh, Another rule, maybe pushing a broom in the shop or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's great, though. You have your future outline, and, yeah. and you've done well for yourselves, and you're going out on your own your own terms. You know, there's yeah. so many small business people that, that don't, you know, and you guys have done a great job. Training is uh, one thing I think Dave and I would be really, really good at, just focusing on that, like 100% yeah. on training, guys. Um, so that's, like, I see my, my future role with the company as that. That's but great. John has... Uh, big visions to grow the company massively. Mm -hmm. So, which means recruiting and, and, and in a way that we've never done before. Yeah. And uh, he's adamant about doing that. And the situation in Toronto, um, opportunity I think is easier than in Montreal where it's a, an English, French language problem yeah. sometimes. Big challenge. Yeah. Big challenge. Yeah. And, uh, and he's been able to grow his companies about twice the size of ours right yeah. now, but he thinks our, that ours will eventually be twice the size of his. What, what, did you guys, what are you going to finish this year at revenue-wise, if you don't mind me asking? What do you think? Uh, our fiscal year ends August 31st. Oh, okay. Just over $2 million. That's great. Yeah. With great margins, I'm sure, right? So that's great. And has it been pretty steady at that, or has it been slowly growing 10 or 15 20%? Or? We, have, we have seen a, a growth at least 10, 10% every year for probably six or seven years in that's a row. Great. That's yeah. great. Including uh, COVID-19, probably like a lot of Contractors oh, yeah. would say that it didn't affect them. Yeah, uh, near as much as the retail business and, oh, uh, sure. and other businesses, right? What for for members watching, listening, kind of again wrapping up. What's the key to getting the right margins? Like, when did you guys figure out, boy, this is how we got our gross margin just right, so we get the net profit where it needs to be? 
Is there is there any? Is it just diligently watching every job and, and material? Like, what is it? Just a combination of things, or what do you guys? Think? It is. It's diligently looking at your numbers yeah. every day, and don't be scared to make increases. Yeah. So we probably have one of the highest uh, service call rates in SGI. Okay. Certain path. Yeah. Like uh, it's tiered, mm -hmm. depending on location. Like closer to our shop, it is tiered in about three areas now. Okay. We we may eventually go to just one service call rate, but okay. If I call a guy to spray my house for ants, his service call to come out is one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Yeah. So our what's our our lowest service rate right now? It's uh, one thirty nine. Wow. Locally, really? you know, and that's the service call but to get our our certified just a guy to, to the door. Yeah, just to, to get our that professional is, that to your door. That is probably the highest I've heard, yeah. Exactly. People pay it, that's great. People, no one's, there hasn't been pushback. They understand the price of gasoline, yeah. which is higher where we are than, sure. than down here right now. Yeah. I, I could probably so, learn everything there is to learn about insects in six months and, and learn that it's the same chemical they spray yeah. in different, in different uh, dilutions. Sure. For ants, for spiders, whatever around your house, if they have to do that, right? Yeah. And um, they're charging 139 to come out, and then like the lower cost on the on the spray, depending on how much they're doing. Right. But it's 200. dollars Yeah. So a lot of people will will call an electrician out to pick their brain, and they they want you to come and do a free estimate, free quote for everything like that. Right. So we do free uh, estimates on generators. Okay. Uh, because of um, it's a big equipment. That, yeah. yeah. And it's Kohler. Um, so being a certified Kohler dealer, like you. If they found out we were charging a service call to go out, they would drop us as a dealer. So, mm, yeah, gotcha. you're not allowed to, right? So, but we we get uh, half the ones we look at. Yeah, for sure. Fifty percent. I'll take that closing percentage mm. on big equipment all day long. And that's the only thing that we will give somebody a price up front on. Yeah, uh, we'll give them a range. Like right now, it's between twenty-two and twenty-six thousand. Okay. On average, but yeah. it could be way more. We've done some that are forty thousand because wow. of the huge property that he's on and where the generator is and sure. what we have to do with the gas and all of that. So yeah, um, yeah. But so so just the key to margin. It's good service fee. Watching your KPIs, yep. training, just a combination yep. of those things. How often are you looking at material cost? I know it's been bananas, right? Oh, but I mean, because the last few years it's just been abnormal for the world's abnormal. But I can't even keep up with the copper. changes. Yeah. So oh yeah, we've yeah. had. Uh, in the past year, we've had three uh, price guide increases. Yeah, we've had to. Yeah, and certain things uh, modified, mm -hmm. so they're higher to reflect the material cost involved right. in doing that particular type of work. It's you have to be looking at it all the time. And I, I feel like and consumers just get it. Like everything's yeah, higher. They don't. I mean, yeah. anything you buy is higher. But you got to do it though. I'm glad you're doing it rather you than sitting to. at your old, you know, rate and just. That. So the advice would be to uh, new people to the yeah. group, uh, don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. Mm -hmm. I'm still afraid a little bit because I always think, is it really, are we going to get that? Yeah. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. He'll say we have to. 10% mm -hmm. increase, another 10% increase, like we've had increases over like three times last year? Three times, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you last fiscal year. And your, and your team, they just understand? I know sometimes it's always concerned all my technicians are going yeah. to go, you're, you're crazy. But you, no, they get I, it. Yeah, they get it because everything else, is, they see what's going on. Sometimes the newer guys are better yeah, because they're, they're like, oh, this, okay. This is where they're starting at, <laughs> right. not where it used to be. Yeah. yeah. How much do you, yeah. in numbers, do you talk about with, with, the, with the company, with the team? Like, this is where our margins need to be. Like, we need yeah. to have a X percent gross margin. Do you guys have those yeah, conversations? Yeah, we do that. That's yeah. a regular thing. In, in the huddles, and yeah. if we see somebody kind of dropping down, we'll, we'll mention it again. You know, your truck total 
So you the one job you didn't charge quite enough, we're not going to beat you up about it, but remember yeah. that if you're there for half the day, that should be half your truck total, roughly. Yeah. Not right. You know, one third of it or, or yeah. less. So knowledge is power. I think yeah. if you just tell people they get it, you know, if they if, but if they're not informed, they don't know why their actions matter. You know, exactly. I think that's interesting. Exactly. All right, last question. Any any other general advice? I mean, you guys have been doing this for a long time yeah. successfully. We get a lot of new members, get more and more, just in how to be successful in this in this residential space. Stick with the program, the yeah. SGI Certain Path programs. Do as much as you can, and and then some yeah. of applying what you've learned. Mm -hmm. Make a checklist and work through that list. Yeah, that's great. And you will be successful. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your time, guys. This was a lot of fun. So thank you, I, I, I appreciate yeah. you taking getting up a little early for me and, and sitting down. So oh, thank welcome. you so much. That's Brian and Dave Wilson of Captain Electric in Pickering, Ontario. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If so, please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave a review will help other success-minded contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better, which elevates our entire industry. And please join me for future episodes. This has been The Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath. Support for this podcast comes from Goodman. Goodman is a brand of Daikin Comfort Technologies Incorporated, the number one HVAC manufacturer worldwide, with one of the world's largest state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities located near Houston, Texas. Since 1982, Goodman has focused on offering the best values for HVAC systems and supplies, producing energy-efficient, high-quality HVAC equipment that's easy to sell, install, and maintain. Goodman's continuous efforts have helped contribute to the success of many HVAC contractors like you. Goodman produces a complete line of residential ducted split systems and packaged units. The company's product line is supported by numerous technology enhancements, many exclusive to the Goodman brand. One example of exclusivity is the Google Nest Thermostat E plus Goodman Thermostat that brings together the helpfulness of Google with the year-round comfort of Goodman. Goodman also offers Comfort Bridge technology that allows Goodman systems to be connected to any 24-volt thermostat. And the Cool Cloud app allows contractors to connect, configure, and diagnose wirelessly. It's no wonder millions of homeowners say, thank goodness for Goodman. Look for and be sure to follow Goodman on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. The Successful Contractor Podcast is part of the Certain Path family. CertainPath builds successful home service businesses and has for 23 years. We do it by providing contractors with a proven path to success, professional coaching, software solutions, and a member community of over 1,000 contractors just like you. Doubling your sales with a 20% net profit and an inspiring company culture is all possible. Let us show you the way. With CertainPath, success is made certain. Visit www.mycertainpath.com for more information.